Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast. Join us as we share our personal Top 5 list for a variety of random topics. Each episode, we'll explore a new topic and discuss our favorite picks, ranging from music, movies, food, travel destinations, board games, roller coasters, to whatever. Nothing is off limits and everyone is wrong, even when we think they are right. Whether you're looking for a new recommendation or just love hearing incorrect opinions, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Zach Rancourt, and with me, as always, is... Tom Lockhart. I almost said your name, Tom Lockhart. How's it going? How dare you? It's going pretty good. I had a, had a good two weekends since we took a week off. Whew, it's been exciting. Wow, nice. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. Uh, and then who can chime in, too, to help you out with that weekend was... Eric Shane. I was there for every last wonderful second of it, and yeah, it was pretty great. Yep, we spent a lot of time together these last two weekends. We sure did. Speaking of which, I have your underwear, sir. Wow. Interesting. I do. That's spicy. I now don't want to add any context whatsoever. As a matter of fact, hang on. I put it on camera. I put it on camera. (laughs) These are your fruit of looms, sir. Right here. Oh, oh, they sure are. Yep. Yep, you left them in the... In the dryer at the at the condo. Ah, uh, yeah, because uh, Gordy gave me back my swimming shorts and my shirt that I wore on our rafting trip. Ooh, and nice. That was super exciting, actually. Eric, you talk about it. I'm gonna send a picture to the WhatsApp so that uh, Zach can see the beautiful picture of Gordy in the air. <laughs> well, very briefly, uh, the bachelor party was incredible at uh, Leavenworth, and then you know the, the the women also had a lot of fun with the bachelorette stuff going on too. They had a real structured deal the entire weekend bless their hearts but the guys we pretty much wanted to wing it this was colton's colton's ideas like he said hey i want to go whitewater rafting with you guys let's go do that let's do that right when we roll into town while we have the energy right we just do do the badass thing right up front and then we go do bar crawls and just play it loosey-goosey and do whatever mm-hmm. cool so that's what we did and his plan worked out absolutely perfectly the, the 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 whitewater rafting was tight it was so fun it was awesome it was great i've gone once before i was a reminder of why i loved it those who had never gone before they're just like holy shit we could do that again we can even do we can go bigger better um and then he was right because after that night like the next day there's no way we would have gone whitewater rafting no way boy oof we are not kids anymore it took a little <laughs> Took a little longer to get right, so and it was like that all weekend long. It it got got rowdy, but it was fun. Well, it looks great. Uh, Gordy looks like he's uh, having a great time in the front of the the raft. Looks like he's gonna fly out of it, but yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we had a couple. Uh, we hit a couple where Tom basically fell into me as he and Gordy went airborne on the right side, and me and Cam and Brian are, are fucking swimming like <laughs> practically because the water is just. <laughs> eating us and yeah so wow and then the wedding colton and jessica's wedding was this weekend and it was gorgeous and wonderful and i had a wonderful time officiating it it was a lot of fun and tom got to to watch that and he made ice cream for the event mm-hmm. wonderful sure ice did. cream rave people reviews were, oh Every, dude people everyone were, loved it okay. yeah even like it wasn't just like my friends were coming up to me and saying it was good strangers that are just like family of colton's were coming mm-hmm. up to me and that's just like oh Real people like my ice cream, nice. not just like nice friends trying to be nice to me. 
Well, I love that, and I love that you guys are able to get out there. Uh, Leavenworth is a cool area. It's fun to get away. It's fun to have experiences, like you're saying, with rafting, because you know what? It's okay to splurge every once in a while, because money makes the world go round, and whoever said that money doesn't buy you happiness, well, they've never owned a Ferrari before. Uh, (laughs) They're crazy. You know, I kid, but in all seriousness, money isn't a terrible thing. So I am a deal hunter by nature. Most people know that about me, and most of my friends would actually call me frugal, which is kind of an insult, but kind of a a nice endearing quality. There are things, though, in my life that I really do not mind spending exorbitant amounts of dollars on, and I think it's important that we talk about those. So, you know, sometimes the juice is definitely worth the squeeze. So today we are discussing our top five things worth the splurge. And to enhance discussion, we did not share our list with each other, and we are not experts in said category. We're just a few dudes who like to shout nonsense and loud noises. Now, to clarify with this, it's okay if you hunt for a deal for these things, but at the end of the day, if you look at it and you're like, that's still kind of expensive, but I, it's something I want to do, I'm going to buy it. Or like a river rafting trip. It's like, sure, it's $85, and I didn't really want to spend that now, but fuck it, I'm with friends, let's do it. That's what I'm talking about, that kind of stuff. So, uh, Tom, start us out with your first. Okay, I'm going to start with hotel rooms. You should always get a nice hotel room. Uh, I've talked about going to Italy uh, two years ago. Um, I don't know if I actually told this story, though, about... So, our first place that we went to was Florence, and the Airbnb that we had there was awesome. It was in the middle of the city. It was a nice place. Awesome. We go to Bologna, another awesome place. It had a little balcony. We, we drink coffee every morning out on the balcony. And then we get back to Rome where we are finishing our trip. And I was the one that booked the Rome room. We get to the place. It looks fine from the outside. We get inside and there's an elevator. It's one of those scary elevators where it's just kind of like a cage. And it's like, oh, okay. So we get up to the room and we go into the room. And I noticed right when we walk in, this doesn't look like what I picked out. Only about two of the pictures on the site were of the room that we were in. But like the bathroom pictures and other pictures were from other rooms in the place. And it was just like, oh, shit. I think I got kind of swindled. But I'm the type of guy who I just kind of take the L. I would have. I would have just been like, I guess this is just where we're staying for the next three days. we got three days left. Ah, this sucks. Sure, the walls are paper thin and we can literally hear the neighbors talking at normal volume each and every word. But hey, just got a big L here. And of course, my wife is not that type of person. (laughs) She said no. And within 15 minutes, she had us a hotel room that was a million times better. Uh, (laughs) And that is why I'm thankful for my wife because... I will just, I'm the type of person who just like goes to a restaurant and they mess it up. I just eat it. And I'm just like, eh, that sucks. And I just eat. Okay. <laughs> I don't I'm know. I just, uh, yeah. I, or like when I go to get ice cream, I don't sample flavors. Like what? I just pick something. And then if it's bad, that's on me. I picked it. It's not their fault. That literally happened to me last night at Salton Star. Yeah. <laughs> I know it sounds insane to be like, why don't you just try and then have one you like? I don't know. My brain doesn't do that. I say, no, I want to try that one. I have no clue what it tastes like. Let's have it. <laughs> Yet um, another time where you and I are basically the same person. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because it's hotel- just like, yeah. Yeah, at, at hotel rooms, 
I, I only, we only have good hotel rooms now. We don't settle for less because those are terrible times when you can hear people through your walls. Mm-hmm. And it's awful. I do like a good hotel room. I think uh, part of my stuff though is I, I don't, if I'm traveling, um, I don't really care that much because I just need a bed to sleep on. I'm not going to spend much time in my hotel room. However, I have done times where I've, ha- I've splurged for a nice hotel room and it is very fancy. Mm. I feel, I feel very fancy and bougie and it's, it's cool, especially if you have points. If you get points, uh, yeah. yeah. Like I'm going to the South uh, in, in a month and I'm going to spend some time in Atlanta and St. Louis and such. And I have some points. So I'm like, I'm getting a nice hotel room. It will be great. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. We're traveling to, we're going to Whitney's family reunion Ooh. in late July. Mm. Um, so, and we just got a travel credit card because we were like, why don't we have a credit card that we use just for like travel and to get mm-hmm. points yeah. to buy tickets and whatnot. So, so I do yeah. with my Alaska card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I now have one of those myself and that leads me perfectly into my number one. Cause I figure we're going to be talking about it. Uh, you actually led up with it with the intro travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I kept it high level talking about travel. Tom, you're right. I mean, the hotel that you're saying, if you're going to be spending time in the hotel room, particularly, you definitely want to have a, a nicer one, you know, and it's easy to get swindled. It's real easy to get swindled. Matter of fact, um, and it was it, international travel is really tough too because different standards, different cultures. I was when we we're first looking at a Peru trip. I actually booked like a hostel, and made is like absolutely not, no way. <laughs> yeah, don't. That's do not happening. I'm like, wait, what? 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 I didn't know. I don't know. Oh. She's like, no, that's where you're sleeping with other people, and I'm like, sounds hey, sexy. We've reached a point in our relationship where she said, no, no, no. <laughs> she said, no, no, you don't get it. And then once I realized, oh, okay, yeah. You know what? We are going to another country. We don't, we're not used to this. We've never been to Peru before. Let's splurge on a nice hotel. Pay the, and, and, and it was worth it. God, was it worth it? It was, it made everything so much smoother, so much better having that room. We did. Once we got back from the hike, yeah, we spent a lot of time in that room. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, when you're at that altitude as well, you need your rest. So, yeah, um, adding travel to the list was an easy one, I think, for this group to talk about. Like, some form of this answer is, I think, probably on your list there too. Everybody's list that we've already talked about. So, uh, I mean, last year we all put some serious miles on us, right? Oh yeah, we sure did. Yeah. yeah, you guys both went to Europe. I went to Arizona, California, and South America. So, like. Um, I'm tapped right now for cash. I am, <laughs> I am, I am stupid broke. I am just strapped and I'm, uh, so I'm grounded for a bit. I ain't going anywhere for, for, for a little while. I gotta, I gotta build my savings back up and shit, but time to start I, your OnlyFans account. Seriously. Ooh, I mean, yeah. I gotta use something. There's a market subscriber I'm sure. right here. <laughs> Thanks. Do, do some DMing naked. I mean, you guys act like I won't anyway. <laughs> um, Point is, I like I've never personally regretted taking a trip. I've never personally regretted, and I know people have had truly terrible travel experiences, like marriage-ending travel uh-huh. experience. It can happen, but I've never personally, I've never had a trip geared towards building experiences that I've that's never been worth the sticker price. You know what I'm saying? Life's short. It's big. It's a big, beautiful, goddamn world out there. You got to get the hell out of here and go see it. If if and wherever you can, as far as you can go, go. You're not going to live forever. And if you think about it, you're probably not going to live that much longer. And I don't mean to be morbid about it, but 
if you look at an actuary table and bust out the old calculator and subtract your age, it may very well be likely you have more years behind you than you do ahead of you. Mm -hmm. I don't mean to be morbid about it, but that's true. Um, Money's great and it's necessary, but you can't take it with you. Um, Go see the world while you can. Travel is absolutely worth the price. I can show you the world shining, shimmering, splendid, Eric. The, the immortal words of Aladdin. Travel is also on my list, and it's for all the reasons you said and more. I love to find a really good deal on a flight or a hotel or an adventure or whatever, um, and that's fine. But cumulatively, when I'm traveling, I don't mind if I'm like, sweet, I'm going to pay $12 for this beer because I'm experiencing this. So like when I go to the South uh, next month, um, I'm going to baseball parks because I'm going to hit three ballparks that I've never been to. And I don't care what the ticket price is. I'm going to buy something. I don't necessarily need to sit right up close and in, in, uh, along like first or second or first or third baseline. But I mean, you know, I'm sure prices will be different than Seattle. And, and that's fine. That's what it is. If there's a restaurant I see that someone is like, you need to try this restaurant. My buddy Clinton told me about one in Atlanta. That sounds amazing. And I don't care if it's $100 a person. I'm going. So I think that taking those experiences like that's what I'm paying for is those experiences. I don't necessarily need to collect things. I just want to collect experiences. And if, if the price is right um, and if I'm doing it, I'm like, hell yeah, let's just do it. The spontaneity and having the money to do that spontaneous stuff is what's so exciting. So that's why travel is also on my list. Uh, I would like to try first class someday. I've never been mm-hmm. in first class. It looks so nice when I'm walking by it. It is. Like, they look so comfy up there. I've been once, once, but it wasn't, uh, uh it, it was a short hopper flight in Hawaii and I was a kid. So I got yeah. a, I got a Coca-Cola and a hot towel. I didn't know what to do with a hot towel. <laughs> then I saw everybody wiping their faces. I'm like, ah, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> when when we, uh, when we go to Japan, Candace and I, um, I am going to pay extra to get business class. Uh, because oh, yeah. you know why the hell not right 13 it's a long uh, flight 12 hour flight well. or however long <laughs> yeah yeah uh so i will be doing that and very happy with it but travel is on my list thomas well my next one is so i just titled it the right tool for the job um this could apply to whatever your thing is if you are really into your lawn get an awesome lawn mower go get that I'm going to talk more about the kitchen, which is where I like to have all of my things that cost a little bit more. You may not need a $300 ice cream maker, but this guy does. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will spend money on the things I'm going to use, pots and pans. You need those to be great. I've actually been looking into getting a chef's knife because I've always wanted one. Just one of those nice uh, Japanese ones that cost, you know, $200, $300. I want it. Cause that's what I do. I cook like I cook every night for my wife usually. And I just like to do it. So I think that you need the right tools for whatever you love really. So what do you guys love? Buy a tool for it and don't get the cheapest thing. The cheapest thing usually sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I, I think that that's well said. You're right. Um, I don't believe that, a cheap item or a economical item can't substitute uh, versus a more expensive item. But if it's something that you really love, like an ice cream maker and you've done your research and you're like, I know this is going to work, then hell yeah, spend it. Um, as long as you can justify it, spending your money, it's yours. Like, absolutely. I get once that. 
once upon a, a, a yonder year, I, you know, was a mechanic early in my working career and I had to buy my own tools. This is right out of the army. I had to buy my own tools and I worked with guys who had to buy their own tools because they were contract mechanics. This was, we, we were working on base, working on the same vehicles I was working on when I was in the army. So I had a, I had it in the moment I got out. So, uh, yeah, you know what, if you turn wrenches, uh, for a living, or if you turn wrenches, even for a hobby, boy, you get what you pay for. Holy smokes. Do you get what you pay for? Good tools cost a fortune mm -hmm. and they are absolutely worth it. Uh, yes, you have to shop around cause you know, even the expensive ones, you can get some lemons in there. So, but yeah, good tools, man. And when you're talking about cutlery and cookery and mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, that makes all the sense in the world to me. You, you would definitely want a good set and cape, maintain it. Yeah. I dig it. Eric, what's your second one? Okay. Well, speaking of maintaining stuff, uh, I was going to say like a house, right? Because mortgages are actually like real estate's like the only thing anymore. That's like worth going into debt for. Um, and everyone wants a house. I'm actually just going to keep it specific for me. And I'm going to say the roof, my roof, our roof, the roof over your head is worth every goddamn penny. Um, anyone who's ever had a home with a leaky roof knows exactly what I'm talking about. It mm -hmm. is what protects everything else in your home. It is fundamental. And when it cannot be relied upon anymore, holy hell, do you have some fucking problems? Like that, that sucks. That is it. it, it even if it doesn't get to the point where you've got the sagging, whatever, where the water's just collecting in there. I don't know if you've seen those, seen that if you've had that problem or a uh, God, ugh, that's a nightmare. That's nightmare shit, man. Mm -hmm. um, and you can get there. It, it, we had a small leak. Uh, we had a small leak outside over the deck and a teeny tiny seeping problem inside that thankfully we were able to get squared away before it became a problem problem. Um, but, you know, trying to secure financing for it was a little bit tough at that point in time. Uh, and, but, and I ended up paying like on that loan, I pay $500 a month to pay for this fucking roof. And that is, it hurts, but I don't complain for one hot second. I am so happy with the roof and it is worth every goddamn penny. The peace of mind alone is worth every penny. I'll be paying it. I've already been paying it for a year. I'll be paying it for the next four years. It's just, and, and really any investment in your home is a good thing and worth the money. Like mm -hmm. Jordan and Vicky, Jordan and Vicky just put a gorgeous, beautiful deck in their backyard. Nice. It's just amazing. And, and it's adds wonderful value to their home, but you know, it's really anything you do for your home is like that. I'm just going to say the roof because that's the, what protects everything else. It's worth oh, every penny. Super important. Yeah. I mean, you know that adage, uh, a, a good roof over your head. <laughs> it is both metaphorical and um, actual. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah, as a person who had three months of terrible apartment living with leaking from multiple pipes, just leaking is the worst, and it just causes all the problems. And that was the worst time of my life is just mm -hmm. dealing with leaking pipes everywhere. So if the roof is leaking, Oh God, there's so much, so much rain here. That's all yeah. the water's coming. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we've had, and we've had problems with that too, with like, uh, you know, floor, probably uh, a hole in the floor. Cause the wall, water was coming down the wall uh, from like a upstairs bathroom. I got another one right now that I, I have to, I haven't fixed yet. So I just, there's a shower upstairs that I'm not using yet. Cause I haven't, I know there's a leak and I just haven't gotten around to like 
cutting out the drywall to find it and fix the leak and do all the stuff that you do. Just it's a huge fucking project. <laughs> you know. And I'm like, I got a whole other shower, so I guess I'll get there when I get there. Uh, point, the point is, yeah, you're right. Anything to do with water is just the worst. Horrible. It sucks. It's not a good time at all. And yeah, with a roof. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's a hundred times worse than any internal house leak. Yeah. So. <laughs> yep. Nightmare shit. So Nightmare yes, the roof, shit. the roof over the roof over your house is worth every penny. It's worth the price. Cool. So for me, for my second one, um, you know, and I understand that these are luxuries. I understand that this is something that not everyone can afford, and sometimes you just kind of have to take what you can get, uh, especially since financing is kind of crazy. But if you're in a position to spend money, since you're already spending money, you might as well upgrade to a package that you want. And that is a car. Um, I recently purchased a brand new Subaru Outback. Uh, I've never owned a brand new car in my life. And for me, it was one of those situations that I was so elated because I'm in a position where I'm making good enough money to be able to afford a brand new car. And I want something that checks all the boxes. I want it to be reliable, uh, to get me to where I want to go, like the mountains and uh, to, to various dirt roads and, and snow and all that kind of stuff, because those are the things that I love to do. I want it to have good storage, good traction, um, be comfortable and last a long time. And so I did my research. Um, I looked at the packages I wanted and I could have gotten a base model Subaru Outback and been happy with it. But if I if I don't only need to spend, you know, a few thousand more dollars for something for a bigger touchscreen display for remote keyless uh, entry and start uh, for like rear parking assist, all that kind of stuff. I mean, why the hell not? Right. It's a safe, reliable car and it's going to last me at least 10 years. It's an investment. And so for me, I am not worried about spending what I need to spend for a car. Sure, I'm going to shop around like I know that all, all the new Broncos right now are just out of out of control, crazy expensive. Um, and it's, it's kind of ridiculous. But luckily with Subarus, their MSRPs are all pretty much across the board because they sell so well. So like you, you get what you pay for and, and there's no real hidden costs or anything. Um, and so I love it. I love my car. Went camping this weekend with it. It was fantastic. Plenty of room. Um, I love doing Tetris when I store all my camping stuff and it was just, it was brilliant. So spending uh, the right amount of money on a car that fits your budget that you're happy with. Hell yeah. Well, I don't know if Tom, if that's on your list, but it is on mine. It isn't on mine. No. Okay. But I, I mean, I, I have had my Honda fit for since 2012 and it's never once given me a problem. Better and knock on wood, Tom. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's never given me a problem and it just keeps going and it's great in the snow too. It's awesome. Wow. <laughs> it's a tiny little thing. Yeah. If you've ever had car problems, like you know how important yes. having a good vehicle is. My Jeep shit the bed last year and I was, it was so fucking stressful and it really my, made me mad. My Hyundai is shitting the bed and I came to find out this year that Hyundai built a bunch of, in Kia, built a bunch of fucking lemons. Um, from like 2012 to 2020, they put defective engines in their in their cars. And if you're not like if you're late on getting an oil change, even a little bit, it will throw it off and completely cut the life of that engine clean in half. So I'm sitting on 80 some thousand miles right now, and it's just 
I mean, it's going, it's got, but it's got the check engine light on and it's like countdown to when it's just going to suck. And I'm trying to, when it's going to break. So I've tried to take it easy. I haven't gone over any mountain passes. When we went to Leavenworth, uh, we caught a ride with uh, Jordan and Vicky. Thank you guys. So we know you're listening. <laughs> Amy and I caught, <laughs> caught a ride with him and that's fun. Hey, we get to hang more with friends. So that's, that's, you know, that's a pleasure trip right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got new cars recently and they, they'll, they'll back us all up. Yes. Having a good, reliable vehicle, uh, modern vehicle is worth, worth the price. Absolutely. Um, and, but so I've got actually got an appointment on Friday to take it into the dealership. It made me wait two months to drop this thing off the dealership for them to test that. Yes. In fact, it is doing what, every other engine is doing which is hilarious because i know they're so, going to turn around around and be like mm, we're not going to honor the warranty that's sorry so stupid and then you just be on your own yeah don't buy a hyundai at all just don't stay away from it um so we're looking at getting a subaru next actually um, oh i love my subaru do you know what model uh not off the top of impreza i think is what mandy said she was looking for uh, i have to re- remember you should get what a, it was. You should get a um, uh oh my god a cross trek i mean a cross trek is basically an impreza but it's better and it has all-wheel drive i mean i know the impreza does too but it's more of the kind of entry level just regular car with a cross trek i think you'd be safer and i think you'd enjoy it more it doesn't have a ton of storage space but neither does the impreza but they're super fun to drive too and they're super well i'm I'm open to all kind like yeah i'm open to it a cross trek sounds um I love my Outback. I love it. It has so much space. I can get so many groceries. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm, I just opened up the way. It's not out of the price range at all right now. So that's that's cool. Yeah. I could do it. It's just like, you know, that on top of the fucking roof pavement. I know. Like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. God I, almighty. I would just, just test all of them. Just drive Forester, Outback, Crosstrek, whatever you want, and see what feels the best and just kind of like, you know, you, you bought a car before, so just list, oh, yeah. all, list all your things sure. you like. And for this, for mine, I mean, that's what I'm saying is like, you know, this was a car I've been hunting for and it was between this and a RAV4. And I just like weighed the pros and cons. And I, I thought about how long a Subaru usually lasts. And I'm like, dude, and, th- you know, they have great warranties. They are so safe and so reliable. And, you know, my gir- my girlfriend has a Subaru Outback. And so it's just it's great. I, I, yeah. I love the shit out of it. I, I will when they turn around and decline the warranty because that's what they're going to do because they're dicks. <laughs> um, then I'm just going to probably try to offload it for a few grand or tra- as a trade in for a few grand and just there you, you know, go. just suck up the cost and and go for it. Um, there you go. So it's all you can do, but you you're right. It is worth the price you pay. So yeah. And it, with a new vehicle, I was thinking about doing an electric vehicle. I really you want, should. I want to go that route. Yeah. I I want to go that route, but it's like. Fuck, man, that would the, be the, really nice to get the prices. The price is insane, right? It's still insane right now. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But Mandy was looking at a Subaru as because she has a 2002 Volkswagen Bug mm-hmm. and it's broke his dick, too. And it's going <laughs> to completely die one of these days. And she's looking at the Subaru as basically the next replacement for that. And at that time, I'll get another car. There you go. Works. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Okay. Well, Thomas, let's go to your number three. Well, I'm going to go to something that's a little cheaper, and mine's just a little add-on. And it's an add-on that I love because I don't like ads. Ads are the worst. So any (laughs) service where I can pay just a little bit more to not have to watch ads, whether it's 
Hulu or the one I haven't gotten the YouTube one yet, but I should probably because I hate when ads pop up on there. Just getting rid of ads on anything is what I'm for because I don't want to watch the ads. I'm not one of those people who thinks that I'm not like influenced by them. It's just I'm not at this point in my life because I get the things that I get. I don't get anything new. So you're not going to sell me anything new. If I want something, I'm going to get it. So stop giving me ads. God damn it. I just want to watch the thing that I'm watching. And it makes me so angry. Sometimes on Hulu, they play ads anyway because of like the way it works. They can Mm -hmm. certain episodes of things like we got to play ads at the beginning and the end of this. Like, fuck you. I don't want to watch it. I'll pay another $2 at the beginning of this show just so you don't show me ads. Come (laughs) on. I'll give you my money. Just, I don't want to watch them for some reason. I hate them with a blinding passion, even though they're only like 30 seconds. (laughs) Yeah, ads are ads are really annoying. I do like on Hulu when you watch a movie and they're like, you got to watch 200 minutes of ads for or 200 seconds of ads first. And I'm like, that's not bad. I can do that. You know, get up, go to the bathroom, do whatever you need to do and just like let it play. And then for the rest of the movie, it's uninterrupted. I mean, I totally get it, but I'm with you. um, And I I just called yours ad free ad free subscription services. Yes. Um, And it's also on my list. However, mine is specific, uh, specifically Spotify premium. I we talked about it for something else, a, a different episode we had, and both Eric and I love Spotify Premium. And for me, it's only ten dollars a month. But if they raise the price, I'd still keep it. It's it's just so important to me, and and I use it every single day. Um, for it to have ads, it would crush me. And I love everything you can do with Premium, the downloads, uh, just the accessibility to everything. It's it's a clean app. You can use it on um, all your smart speakers and your TV and all your Xbox and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I don't mind ads on YouTube. They do get really annoying. I'll never pay for YouTube Premium. I think it's overpriced and it's kind of pointless. Um, but, you know, there are pros and cons to each of it. So for me specifically, though, Spotify Premium is something that I love to pay for. I am very, very okay paying for it. Yeah. YouTube premium. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You, YouTube premium is worth it for me. I spent a lot of time on YouTube. Um, but yeah, Spotify, I actually said, I remember saying, now that you mentioned it on that episode that the Spotify is worth, worth it at twice the price. Absolutely. For the, abs- the amount of music you get, like you, you could have anything you want at the tip of your fingertips or, right. you know, at the at touch of your fingertips. It's insane. And so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, kids today will never understand sitting there listening to the radio with a tape in the, <laughs> in the in the tape deck, hovering your hand over record for when your song favorite song comes on, and then you click it and you have to record <laughs> real quick, and you, you know you get the, them talking over a little bit, and that's how you made your mixtapes. They have no idea what that's like, and they never will. Nope. Spoiled rotten brats. Spoiled brats. Ugh, the worst. Yeah. So, Eric. What is your, uh, actually, no, we got, I I think it now actually jumps right back to me. Back to back. All right. So I was thinking about food because I always do. Um, and I was thinking what foods would I pay more for? And I came up with two options and that was burritos and pasta dishes because Most other things at home, I can make them and get close enough making it well. Like I can make a steak that's pretty much, you know, close to what I'm getting at a restaurant. But 
the best pasta dishes I've ever had are like a hundred times better than anything I make at home. Probably because I use, you know, canned sauces or, or jarred sauces. They're like making those sauces and making it very delicious. Burritos was the other one, but that's not on my list. Just, just the pasta dishes because burritos aren't expensive guys. I would pay like three times what they're asking me a lot of the time. Like there's a burrito place in Everett. That's like $10 for a burrito. That's the size of like a baby. Like it's three meals and it's like Gorditos. Like uh, the one I'm thinking is something to keep something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's, it's there, but it's a gigantic burrito for $10. And it's like, you, you realize this is three meals I don't even know how you're making money on this thing. It's impossible, the amount of stuff you're jamming in here. It's crazy. So burritos didn't make my list because they're so dirt cheap, and they don't realize that they could charge a lot more. Do it. But pasta dishes, oh, I love my pasta. uh, During our weekend, we went to an Italian restaurant, and uh, I had a uh, lemon crab linguine. Oh, it was so delicious. It was $30 and it was well worth that $30. Damn. I would I would have given them another 10, another 15, like ooh, it was so good. Oh. Man, I wish I specifically pasta dishes <laughs> or are you saying Italian food all overall? Very specifically pasta dishes. Pasta dishes, they just crush pasta dishes way better than I can. Especially if you get all the money, the homemade (laughs) noodles and everything, because it's Mm -hmm. such an arduous process for that. I'm not a big Italian food fan, so I'm not with you on this one. They make way better sauces than I make. Like their sauces are just crazy good. If you go to the right places, of course. (laughs) Uh, Bucatini in Edmonds is like my favorite pasta place. It's so good. Oh, what do you get there? Uh, Usually uh, I'll either get the. It, it has three different meats in the ragu where it's like boar, um, bison, and something else. And it's a delicious ragu. Uh, they have another one that has like a, a steak with a gorgonzola sauce with pasta. Oh, so good. Uh, they have they rotate their specials all the time. And I've, I that's actually one place that I've never had the same thing twice. Hmm. Even though I do that at every other restaurant, I always want to try something new there because it's so good. There's an Italian restaurant literally right outside of the of my place, like a just a building down. And I've been in my apartment for, I think, like 10 or 11 years. I've never stepped foot in that Italian restaurant. And it looks good. And I always smell it all the time. <laughs> and one of these days, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go in there and eat. But at this point, it's kind of like a game now where it's just how long can I go without eating there? Yeah, it's like me not seeing The Godfather. Like at this you haven't point, seen I- The Godfather or the Godfather part two, oh, clearly. But yeah, I still, it, yeah, this is still it, one of these days. It's, it's at the point like oh. where I, I now I can't see it because it's just like I've gone so long without seeing it that I, I just can't now. Oh, I mean, man. if you're going to your pasta place, let's both do Italian things. All you right. got pasta. I got Godfather. It's, it's very, it's very <laughs> fitting for that movie. I'll bring some it pasta is. over and we can watch the Godfather. I'm, I am now craving spaghetti. Well done. <laughs> oh. Spaghetti about it. Spaghetti about it. Indeed. I'll try to spaghetti about it, but now I'm hungry. Yeah, there you go. Oh. Well, I'm hungry for your fourth answer there, Eric. Uh, quality bedding. That's mattress. That's sheets. That's Smart. blanket. That's pillow. Uh, quality bedding is worth the price. And I, I'm a bit of a hypocrite here because the bed, the mattress I'm on, 
I've been just squeezing the life out of this fucking thing for a while now. <laughs> but it's it, it's past the prime. It's time to replace it. But again, everything's expensive and fuck. Um, it's just look, a, a great bed is worth it. You're going to be spending so much of your time sleeping, and a good night's sleep is great for your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health. Uh, bedding's essential. So if you have a great mattress that you just love and great sheets and blankets and pillows, man, yeah, you you you. you you're inclined to go to bed on time instead of trying to stretch out every last uh, waking hour like I do. <laughs> you probably get more than four or five hours of sleep a night. I don't know what that's like. That's weird. So, but yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> I had I had a mattress on my list, but I, I removed it because I realized I've actually never paid for a mattress in my life. I've been able to acquire mattresses for free and they're not shitty mattresses. They're like really nice. Um, and the one I'm on right now, my uh, old roommate had it and he only had it for a year and he moved away. He's like, do you want my bed? I'm like, sure. It's a memory foam uh, bed and it's it's nice. I like it quite a bit. But bedding is super, super important because you spend, you know, eight or nine hours a day in your bed if you're lucky. Um, and it's and sleep is so vital to your health and to everything else. And so never skimp on that. I had a buddy who was in the army and they told him because they he was making money doing um, whatever his uh, detail was. And you couldn't really do much other than just spend your money. And people were like the first thing and pretty much your biggest priority is spend as much as you can on your bedding because you're going to be needing your sleep, make it as cozy and comfy as possible and so on and so forth. And I was like, that's really cool. Um, and it made a lot of sense. It's, you know, there's something right with that. You, 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 don't need to skimp on your betting. If you're going to spend the money, spend the damn money because it'll be worth it. Agreed. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. All right. Uh, cool. so that's my fourth. Okay. So for my fourth, um, I I like tattoos a lot. Um, I got a full sleeve. It started with a very small, maybe palm sized tattoo idea that I wanted that for some reason developed into a full sleeve because I'm a masochist and I love the pain, baby. Um, but, you know, it, it, whenever I tell people how much I paid for my tattoo, they kind of get sticker shock. And I I did it first, but I got over it because I realized tattoos are permanent. So I'm spending money on this. And you know what? I, if an artist is good enough, they should sell or they should charge whatever they want because that's their worth. And my artist is awesome. He did everything freehand. We didn't do a trace or a transfer or anything. And it it's turned out fantastic. I have one more session that I've put off for like the last two years now, basically, or a little over a year because um, because of money and I've just time and laziness and stuff. But with what I've spent on my tattoo so far, I'm very, very happy for it. I don't regret it. Uh, not a day goes by that I don't regret it. Um, I'm very, very happy with the results and I'm okay with paying what I paid because my artist was awesome. So if you were to skimp on a tattoo and go to somebody who charges, you know, like $50 an hour, you're going to get a $50 an hour tattoo. It might be good, but more than, more than likely, it's probably going to be kind of crummy. So... I, I I will splurge on a on a good tattoo. Uh, yeah, definitely. If somebody is putting something on you permanently, mm-hmm. you're not gonna want to pay the like bargain bin prices for it. Like you gotta. I've seen a lot of bad tattoos on the internet, and yeah. it's great for me as a person who gets to laugh at them. But if you're putting that on your body, don't do it. Come on. Tattoo do artists are tattoo artists are artists. 
Yeah. Pay artists. Exactly. Pay artists what they're worth, man. Exactly. Uh, this is not a hobby. This is their livelihood. Pay them what they're worth, and you get what you pay for. Uh, Zach, how much did your girlfriend's matching tattoo cost for your birthday party? Was it like <laughs> around the around the same price? Yeah, that 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 took about <laughs> took about five minutes, and uh, she's like, "Draw some trees on it." So my tree was one solid brown line, and then uh, the, the the pine needles were like how you do a Christmas tree, where you just go <laughs> angled lines. And I did it in various green colors, and I was like, "Boom! There's your tree." It mm. was it was wonderful, and there the now, gr- gi- now, now give me three grand. <laughs> yeah, there was a, there was a gal there too at the party, and she thought Candace's tattoo was real um, at, at first, and and then she's like. Oh, you drew it. And we're like, yeah, it's really shitty. Of course you drew it. <laughs> like, but, I don't know. Some people are embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, oh, so, yeah. You never it, know. It was funny. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was. That was cool. <laughs> so I would never skimp on that. Never. Okay. Well, and I, I've never even thought about getting a tattoo. Never oh, even thought about something I wanted on my body. You should get a picture of Eric's face on your on your yes. on your butt. Eating, I eating would, a I would, spaghetti about it sandwich. I, I, would, yeah. I would post that out of the crack. Why did I do that? <laughs> right out of the crack. <laughs> Coming out of the crack, hanging out. So when you wear underwear, you can still see your face just kind of poking just turn out. Turn your ass into a spaghetti about it sandwich, and I'll be on the lower back. Spaghetti about it. <laughs> this, is this, this, this episode took a turn. I did. It took a turn for the sexy. Um, Tom, finish us out with your fifth one. My fifth one is ha, was born from my terrible experience at my last apartment where we had to get out immediately and we were just done with that place. We put in our, our what month we're leaving notice with our landlords and we started moving out like all our stuff where we were loading into the car and our upstairs neighbor who for some reason didn't like us because once I knocked on the ceiling because he was stomping around at like two o'clock in the morning, he didn't like us. And he was like yelling at his balcony from at us. And we decided we need to get out of here now. And I suggested, Hey, I can call up the guys, get them out here. And they could like, you know, they can help us get out of here. And she was like, no, I'm calling a company and they are going to move us out of here. And once again, my wife, had the right idea because those guys came over and they had our bed completely taken apart and out of there. And we were in our new apartment within three hours of like calling them. Like it's amazing. They were there within a half hour. They got everything in the truck and we were gone. And it was just like, wait, why were we even trying to move it out ourselves? Like we were dumb to be doing little trips in my car with like five or six boxes at a time. That was the stupidest idea ever. Get movers. They're great. Just find a good company who does good work and they're going to just breeze through whatever you got. I mean, some people have bigger houses, so it's probably going to take a little longer for you people out there who own way more room. But I suggest movers all the time. You can get your friends together and buying pizza and beer, but that's going to take a long time because you're all drinking beer and eating pizza <laughs> and that never hurries things up. <laughs> no, you, it, it doesn't, but boy, well said, I hate moving. I hate the idea of moving. It's terrible. It's the worst. God moving is awful. Um, yeah. If you can get a good, reliable moving company to help you out and do it, and even, you know, that's yeah. Hell yeah. It's worth the price. Yeah. Don't miss that place at all. Ooh. Yeah, I think that I think about that because I do have to move out of my place at some point. 
and I've been trying to downsize a lot of stuff and just, you know, uh, purge a lot of things that I have. So that way moving will be a lot easier. Slowly but surely I'll get there with tote bins. I'm going to do it myself, but I do look at it that, you know, once I am living with somebody else and we have like a family and stuff, there's no fucking way I'm, I'm doing it myself. I'm going to pay however much to get movers because so much nicer. Oh my God. So much nicer. <laughs> and, and not as pricey as you would think. It really it, is. Yeah. It, it's, like, it's, it's, it's just a, it's, like, it's good. Oh, movers are awesome. Cool. I wish I remembered the uh, company. I don't remember. I could shout them out. Wow. <laughs> to the tens of the fans that listen to us. <laughs> yeah. All 10 of them. Oh, tens yeah. of thousands. Tens of thousands. Tens hey, of millions. Eric, what's your fifth? Uh, education. Mm. education and this is a tough one because the sticker price for any sort of advanced education right now is insane um and, and for the record when i'm talking about education i'm also referring to trade schools and certifications that you know you gotta pay for and things like that anything along those lines anything that enriches your life uh and your experience of life is valuable in and of itself but yeah anything that increases your value on the marketplace is pretty worth the cost so I got to get into that a little bit because this is there's caveats to this. Uh, we've talked about it before. Uh, we've talked about how an education just for the sake of an education is still incredibly valuable. And I will, you know, it's a real boomer ass attitude that education is about job training and all that. But, you know, that's not always the deal. But for the purposes of this discussion, we are specifically talking about things being worth the price. And so anything that qualifies as an investment that could pay for itself Mm -hmm. uh, is worth it. So if you do come out the other end of it, you are able to pay off your loans that took to get there, then that's good. That's a very good thing. Or if you don't have to take loans on at all, then it's really, really worth it. So that obviously increases the value right there. Um, look, I mean, they used to be able to paint houses all summer, right. And then work a weekend job and they could pay off college. Now it's, it's, I mean, the goalposts are shifted so crazy. It's like, Jesus. I mean, it's a mortgage, to, to get a bachelor's degree and a bachelor's degree is pretty much mandatory. If you want to do white collar, it's very nearly mandatory for a white collar career. Um, I mean, you can find a path, a little of this, a little of that and get some professional certifications. I've, I've known people who do it, but uh, it's, it's tough sledding. It's all about having that paper, you know, being credentialed is worth the price. I think that's really what I would say. Being credentialed is worth the price. I mean, even now I'm, I'm looking to supplement what I, what my bachelor's with like a project management certification Lean Six Sigma certifications because it's part of what I do, and and I I am thinking about my master's. I'm considering it. Uh, I haven't made that decision yet. I really love this not having to do homework thing. It's pretty fun because uh, I spent many many years <laughs> trying to find a path through school. Uh, we'll see. Uh, point is, for the purposes of this conversation, we are talking about what is worth the price, and an education is. I mean, it's a tricky one. If you do well enough, if you do it well enough, you go far enough. Uh, in the education route, then, and you get real credentials, then yes, it's worth it. But if you go to some crappy little online degree mill with non-transferable credits, and I am speaking from experience here, then, <laughs> then no, it's, it's incredibly not worth the price. So be very, very careful. It's not always worth the price, but if you get it right, it's, it's invaluable. Uh, yeah, I, I spent, you know, $4,000 taking a course to become a medical coder and that course changed my life. I would, I don't know what I would have been doing because I was still a valet at a casino. 
thinking that, you know, $20 an hour was a good living. And now that's laughable. Like, <laughs> $20. And now he's idiot. a doctor. Now I, <laughs> I email doctors daily. So that's like, that's like I the argue same with thing. doctors. <laughs> I tell doctors they're assholes. Yeah. yeah like you're an Stop idiot. You're wrong. <laughs> no, that is exactly what I do. Exactly. Stop charging people so much. Yeah. You didn't do what you said you did. It's I'm where I'm at because of my education. My my life pivoted uh, from what I thought I would be uh, to where I am now, and I'm okay with it. Um, still owe money on my student loan, but yeah. fuck it, whatever. I'm still waiting to see what happens with the government, and yep. and we'll just ride that puppy for as long as I can. I'll tell you, man. I mean, we started when we met each other. We were making nine fifty an hour at that fucking casino. Yeah. So uh, and all of us are making considerably more than that now. Uh, 15, 15 years later and our educational paths have a huge deal to do with that. So oh, yeah, totally totes my goats. Okay. My fifth and final one. Um, so I'm a big outdoorsman like everybody knows, and we live in the Pacific Northwest where at the drop of a hat, literally because of the wind, uh, it could start pouring down rain. So I invest in good jackets. I love jackets. I have a jacket for every occasion uh, based on the temperature. I have you know windbreakers. I have just wind uh, professional looking jackets. I have down jackets. I have synthetic jackets. I have synthetic insulated jackets. I have various rain shells. I have packable rain shells. I have a, a down parka if, if I need a hood. Um, I had a pea coat. I don't know what happened to it. I have fleeces, whatever, right? But the thing is, they're all of high quality because when I buy them, I make sure to test them for the elements. And so my rain shells aren't rink-a-dink. They are ones that, you know, nothing against Columbia, but when you do buy some Columbia on the lower end, it's not going to be as efficient as some of the nicer jackets. Now I have two Arcteryx items and they are worth every penny in my mind. The Arcteryx Adam LT jacket I have is, is my favorite coat. I have had it for six years and it's still working like a champ. Um, a little hole here and there, but I use the hell out of that jacket. It's like a sleeping bag. Um, it's just, it's, it's in my arsenal and I'm very happy to own that. But just throwing something on, you know, even in a time like this, like I'm in my, my second bedroom right now and it's just cold. I probably should have grabbed a jacket, a, a lighter jacket, so I'm not sweating my ass off. But it's highly important to get a good quality of a jacket. Can you find a good deal? Hell yeah, you can find a good deal on it. But if it is a brand like a Patagonia or North Face or... Um, Arcteryx or uh, Mountain Hardware or Outdoor Research, something like that, and and you've read the reviews, you like it, you see the benefits of it, then spend the damn money because you will not be upset with it. True. <laughs> uh, the only real jacket that I have that costs a lot of money is I got a leather jacket in Italy. Yeah. Because Italian leather. Got to get a leather jacket. So we got, those were our anniversary gifts to each other was we bought each other leather jackets. And I like breaking that thing out. I don't break it out as much as I should, but I look pretty good in it too. It'll so. last you a long time too, I bet. Yeah. Uh, years and years, especially only wearing it like twice a year. Yeah. Okay. Is that our list? Is that our, we're done? Oh, yeah, I, I had so. I had I had one honorable mention. Yeah. I didn't know oh. if you guys were going to add it. Uh, mm -hmm. Beer. I will pay more for no, beer. No. Also, um, Good this beer. is after yeah. uh, after Good two weekends. 
yes, of, of hanging out with guys that drink Coors Light and Bush Light like all day long. They were drinking it and I was just like so grossed out. Yeah. I was drinking it still, but I was grossed out. <laughs> but it was well, just we like they just sit there yeah. and just, oh, just kick those things back. And it's just like, oh, you guys are gross. We sit on an entire then... growler with it. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, they'd sip yeah. on it. We'd we'd sip on it, you know, and whatever. But they'd have like a whole thirty rack of cores in the room, and it's like, okay, we're going to the bars. Yes, we can actually get good beers now. And yeah, why didn't remember, we do that to begin with? <laughs> well, I, think, I remember Colt was talking about pacing themselves a little bit about not getting the super highest ABVs they could possibly get, and I'm like, I am. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting this liter beer, and I'm stacking it seven percenters, bitch, and I'm slamming them because I am yeah. not getting drunk on cores. I knew your night your night was gonna be rough when you had a second liter of something over seven percent alcohol. It's like you were going back to back liters. That's that's a a rough night you're in for. Back to back to back, baby. That's okay. I was there to wrangle everyone because I was the least drunk of the group. I know how to pace myself. (laughs) Because it wasn't space dust. (laughs) Space dust will put you on your okay, Uh, yeah. Speaking of worth the price, oh my god. Yeah. Okay, well, I will recap the list then. So Tom has hotel rooms, the right tool for the job, ad-free subscription services, pasta dishes, and professional movers. Eric has travel, roof, cars, quality bedding, and education. Zach has travel, cars, Spotify premium, tattoos, and jackets. Well, thank you for for tuning... Do it again. Thank you for tuning in to the Top 5 Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Podcast Top 5, at ZachDale60, at Tom Top 5, and at Snack Burglar, where you can give us ideas, tell us if you're crazy, or even suggest a topic for a future episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. Thank you, and remember, it is okay to be wrong, even though you think you're right. A couple of quick quotes I found. Price is what you pay. Value is what you get. That's Warren Buffett. Mm-hmm. And then success is not easy, but it is worth the price. That's William Ridley. I think that covers a lot of what we were talking about there. I think that's brilliant. And also remember, you can't take it with you. So, yeah. There you go. All right. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs>